Hi, this is Jeanette Creamore, or you may know me as JC. Welcome to Laugh, Learn, Lead, a podcast show that helps project sponsors, project managers, and their teams shape their project success stories. I'll be sharing interviews that bring a different perspective to what project success looks and feels like, as well as unpacking our conversations to provide insights and practical tips. Stay tuned and enjoy. Hi listeners, last week's episode was with Cass and we had a bit of a chatty one filled with some amazing self-awareness gems. I hope you got to hear her story um, on how she was inspired to be a project manager. And to my surprise, it was actually watching what I did uh, when we first met. And through her experiences and what she loves about her project management roles, she now hopes that she can encourage other women to step out and get involved in project management. Today, I want to talk about something very real for Cass and for so many of us attempting to return to work as a new mum. I know I struggled with my decision to step back into work um, as a single parent because I was concerned about what others would say about me. Uh, Would my daughter experience a sense of abandonment? Was I really doing the right thing? How was I going to work full-time and have a strong, trusted, loving relationship with my daughter and fit all the busyness into my life? But then it was, well, if it's not me, well, who will pay the bills? So I don't know about you and if you've ever been confronted with this decision about either changing jobs or returning to work um, after a career break and what Um, your feelings were about that. Um, I know that my internal um, dialogue in my head um, absolutely had me spinning at times and in tears, um, not knowing which way I was forward or um, was, you know, where I was going to be um, next year and the year after and was I financially secure. I hope with this Unpack episode, it empowers you to take the steps to get what you desire and not live in the shadow of others. It's your journey and you hold the pen to write your own success stories. I want to talk a little bit about my roller coaster of emotions and the decisions around returning to work or even when I made decisions to make a significant change in my career like relocating um, from Bundaberg to Brisbane or Brisbane to Melbourne. I think there comes a time no matter where we are in our career, where we have to do some quite inward thinking and um, dialogue about what really matters in our life. And for Cass sharing with her, with us, um, her story of, you know, real, you know, she's real. She's got a 10-month-old daughter wanting to get back into project management. So, but how does she uh, facilitate that? How does she feel valued as um, a, a woman um, with um, incredible skills and uh, and um, build that confidence in um, the people that she works with that she can get the job done while balancing that awesome mum time uh, with um, continually to nurture and love her partner? Um, it, it's, it's quite a struggle and uh, don't know about you and what you've experienced but for me when I was um, at that point of my daughter being um, two I made the decision to um, to study and to get back into work 
yet those first two years was um, quite tough. I, I felt very alone. I felt that I had to prove a point that I could be a single mum and that I actually didn't really matter, that the whole focus and attention was on how I was going to nurture and um, and love my daughter without sacrificing um, that relationship. But I actually wasn't doing really great because I was actually sacrificing a lot about myself. And for that two years, I really struggled. I um, I didn't really talk to anyone. I did go to a counsellor uh, for about six sessions and um, did a bit of an exercise. I can remember um, three bowls, um, empty bowls on the table, and there was a big jar of marbles. And every time she she asked me a question on why I did something, I had to pick a, the marble out of the jar and place it in the appropriate bowl. Um, was it the bowl represented um, my daughter? The bowl represented um, other people um, in my life, or the bowl represented me? And at the end of that um, exercise, I can see it as plain as day um, that there would have been probably three marbles in my bowl. There would have been probably 20 marbles in the others and probably 50 in my daughter's. And and although that was a clear message of how I wasn't looking after myself and investing in myself, I still didn't get it back then. Um, and that's nearly... Well, 30 years ago now, I went through that process. And it wasn't until I found an ad there I was able to go back and study, but also the TAFE um, College had an on-site um, daycare centre. And so I thought, oh, well, that'd be awesome because that way then I wouldn't feel so bad. I could actually put my daughter in daycare and I could pop in and see her at lunchtime or if they needed me, I could just leave the classroom and pop over and you know, give her a cuddle. And so that kind of separation anxiety was very real. Um, although that these were trained people in a daycare centre, you know, I'm sure they could take care of my daughter, but you know, the, the, the amount of anxiety about leaving my daughter with someone else was, was real. And yet this was my only way out, I felt. And so I went to, I studied and it was amazing. And um, I, I got a, a job from that um, as a sugarcane chemist and it was shift work. And so the next decision and challenge was, okay, how am I going to create a support system around me to allow me to do shift work? And my parents were amazing and offered to help. Um, and I went and found a daycare centre that allowed uh, more of a 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. Uh, food preparation. Um, there was an indoor swimming pool, so um, a lot of um, activity right from babies through to preschool. So it allowed a lot of learning opportunities for my daughter. And so once again, I had to put my daughter in an air, you know, in a place of trust. And I really didn't know these people, and and I was driving uh, 30 minutes away, so it wasn't a quick hop in the car and go and, and catch up if there was something wrong with my daughter. It was, I had to wait and relied on my parents to um, pick her up and, um, or drop her off and then allow me to have sleep depending on the shift. And that didn't really work out after 
of an amazing six months in that job, I made a decision that that wasn't going to be sustainable for my family situation. So I had to think of something else. And I um, undertook an examination to um, get into the public service and I was successful. And that was probably the environment that I'm so very grateful for that although it gave me what I needed to learn and to grow and to look for opportunities and progress in my career, um, it also allowed me to have the flexibility to uh, remain involved in my daughter's life. You know, I could take um, time off to go to a school concert or I could take time off to watch her at sport or um, participate um, at tuck shops sometime or those flexibility to allow me to um, remain involved and not feel so isolated from the, you know, the norm parent, whatever that means today. But back then it was that judgment about, well, here you are as a mum and you're not involved in your daughter's school life. And so that, but that once again, that was about me and not understanding how important it was for me to continually do what I needed to be a better mum. On reflection, I know that now and the, with the conversation with Cassandra last week, um, that really allowed me to reflect on I'm so grateful and that I actually did make those decisions and, and leaps of faith and even taking a role and moving from country Queensland to the you know, big capital city of Brisbane with a 10-year-old. Um, I didn't really have a network. I was going to be once again alone, but I just knew it was right for us. I needed to continually grow and stretch myself so that I was providing opportunities for my daughter. And recently I, I asked my daughter, you know, what does she remember about her childhood and did she feel abandoned or isolated? And surprisingly, no, she was actually thankful and indicated mum no you've shown me that strong confident women can be successful and that we can be an awesome mum and we can be um, volunteers in um, sport or we can hang out with our families and still um, have have what we desire without compromise or sacrifice and I went wow I, I had not that and so I am cheering the working mum so much because I think the working mum demonstrates to our children that you have purpose and that you have a role and a responsibility and that home life is different. It can be that we have to share our jobs or it might be that we actually have to dedicate um, times of a weekend where we actually do sit down and have um, quality time to you know with one another it's not the amount of hours it's actually what you do in those hours that that matter and there's a couple of women that um, I look up to in refreshing my mind as I continually struggle now that I'm a, um, a grandmother um, of a six-month-old where I want to spend a lot of time with her and some of those underlying internal chatters are appearing again you know what if I miss out on her walking for the first time? Or what if, what if she doesn't recognise me because I haven't spent enough time with her? Or how can I make sure that my daughter is feeling valued um, as a new mum? And how do I encourage her to follow her dreams? And 
so I continually look for mentors or people that I can um, learn from. And there's a couple of those and that's Brene Brown and Emma Isaac. So Brene Brown, I don't know if you know her, but she's an inspirational leader for me. She talks a lot um, generally um, about daring to lead, about vulnerability. And when she talks about her family situation, um, she really shares some inner thoughts. And I went, well, actually I can relate to that. So here's this um, international speaker, but her situation is real. It's just like mine. So I I take um, insight and action from that. And also Emma Isaacs, the founder of Business Chicks here in Australia, she now has a global presence and she's got five children and, you know, um, so there's many and, and my mum, like if you, if you think of what my mum had to sacrifice to give me the opportunities to um, chase my dreams and actually be proud of all my achievements, you know, when she um, did what she had to do. So think of people in your life, especially the, um, the working mum. Or, or the career woman um, with the you know the divine pets because they're their children. So it doesn't mean to be uh, one size fits all. But who around you inspires you to be better? And then how do you then um, invest in yourself? Um, because I know that when we um, invest in ourselves, we can actually only be better uh, for others. So that was a little bit about um, Cass and that really, you know, some of those comments about returning to it really um, hit me hard on, on how this is still a struggle. You know, 30 years after I was um, dealing with some of those decisions that it's still real today and we haven't actually um, created a sense of comfort or um, security for the return to work parent, you know male or female, you know, we've got some dads out there that um, are single dads. Um, you know, we've got um, grandparents who are, you know, looking are guardians of their um, grandchildren. No matter what your title is, I think the issue is the same. How can we make our career choice integrate with our family life and not make us feel guilty? Or allow us to have the confidence and the comfort that our decision is right for us and that people aren't judging us and that we actually don't judge ourselves. So that's a little bit um, for today. I just want to leave you with um, my three tips and that is um, the first one, don't put your dreams on hold. You can have it all as a working parent. Um, to talk to your support team and let them know what's really important to you. Um, have the hard conversations because um, maybe they don't understand um, what it is that you need in your life. And thirdly, practice self-love. Fill your own cup up before giving unconditionally to others. As always, I'll finish my um, unpack episode with a quote from my guest and for Cass had so many, as I was saying about the self-awareness gems, but for a project perspective, I really like this one. And she said, a happy project team member is going to deliver results. Thank you for listening. And I hope you have a few ideas to take action. I would love for you to rate and review the show. I too need feedback to learn. 
Cheers for now. Remember, a day without laughter is a day wasted.